computer. Okay, okay. Hamid, good to see you. So it looks like we're live here on Facebook, hopefully, and uh, recording this for use as the podcast later. So um, for anybody who sees this live, which probably is nobody, but who knows, <laughs> uh, this is an episode of my podcast that I've taught, uh, that I've done for my classes at SIU. It's called Tell Me About Your Tech Job, and was fortunate enough this morning to have uh, an old buddy, Hamid, uh, back in town, and happy to have him join and be part of this podcast today, which will be put up on the podcast uh, later this week. and. Um, so to, to get started, today is uh, the 19th of December, 2022, and um, I want to introduce Hamid, Hamid Mamari. Um, Hamid uh, came to SIU as a computer science grad student back in 2013, okay, so January 2013, his um, first, uh, first semester here. His first semester here, uh, he started working for us as a graduate assistant in the ISAT uh, IST department and um, really kind of came in to do lab stuff, but more or less yep. just anything that was needed, yep. um, which was fun. And you stuck around for two and two and a half years, two and a half, two yeah. and a half years, 2015. I left. Yeah. Less than two years. OK. Um, and and. I want to know a little bit about you before you came here to the United States. Um, mm -hmm. Tell us, uh, tell, first introduce yourself. Okay. Um, tell us where you're from and how you came to the United States to, to study at SIU. And if you had any like tech experience when you were growing up or before you mm -hmm. started at SIU and maybe okay. a little closer in a little bit. All right. Yep. Oh, I have to speak up. Uh, first of all, it's great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, after so many years, seven, eight years, I guess. It's been a while. Yep. Uh, in I think the lab. last time I saw you, you, you were at the um, the graduation and you told me I was fat. Yes. Yeah. You told me I, I was fat. Um, yeah. That's I, all right. I told you you are getting fat. Okay. Just be careful. <laughs> you were not fat yet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's great to be here in this lab, actually. I think uh, it was one of the first labs I started working at. Um, so, I'm Hamid uh, Memari. Uh, I work at Fujifilm as a software engineer now. And um, when I honestly, uh, when I wanted to go to school in Iran, it's like it depends on the uh, grades and uh, the rank you have in the uh, entrance exam okay. for the university. And then you get to choose, you know, which majors you can go in. You know, some of the majors like computer science, electronics. Those are not easy to go to. Okay. Um, so I could go to the university and I uh, got the chance and I did it. And um, after, you know, I learned more about it. I started to liken it more, you know, about computer science, software engineering, everything. So I got my uh, computer engineering degree from Hajanesi University okay. in Tehran, Iran. And um, everyone, most of my friends... They were applying for different uh, universities abroad, you know, some in Europe, some in the States, you know, different places. And um, I uh, applied here, you know, university in Chicago. Uh, I remember uh, what are the universities like U, U of I? U of I, yeah. Uh, and uh, I actually was admitted at the university in Bruxelles, okay. uh, Belgium, in uh, if you remember Nassim, you know, mm -hmm. she came here first, one semester before me, and she started working for you. And um, I interviewed uh, for the position here for 25% back then. Yeah. Remember. Yep. With you mm -hmm. over Skype. And man, it was stressful. I really wanted <laughs> that job. <laughs> but uh, thanks to you, you know, and Dr. Carver, uh, I was offered the position here. So I didn't need to pay for my uh tuition tuition yeah which was great it was a big deal for me so i took the chance and i came here that was mainly because of the you know because uh the other universities they offered um something like that after the second semester so it was a big deal for me back then and because of the uh currency exchange rate between real in iran and dollar and it was going up so much like um during one semester, it went up like three times. So it was a big deal. 
And then I came here. It was so stressful, you know. Everything was new. Um, university, new language, you know, everything. Yeah. And the work, you know, I had to uh, take care of Dr. Carver's class. It was Linux. What was it? Yep. The Linux class. Linux system yep. administration, probably. Yes. Yep. I was working here as well. I learned a lot here. And you were so supportive. Uh, I really appreciate it. I always said that, you know, I learned a lot from you, you know, technically and different things, everything. <laughs> I remember you went to a restaurant. I didn't know how to order food. You know, you were just you know, just tell me what you want, you know, I'll help you out. <laughs> so yeah, it was a great opportunity. And I was working here in, in computer science department, two different departments. Um, I had to take care of uh, my courses as well. You know, there was a lot of things, projects, exams, homeworks, everything. It was a lot of work, but it paid off. I'm so happy they did it. For sure. Yep. And I got offers uh, after I graduated, I started applying for jobs, and I got offers from Fujifilm and Cerner. Cerner because, in Kansas yes. City. Yes. Um, so, uh, and that was uh, the reason for that was that uh, my thesis, the research I was working on was uh, in medical systems. So my thesis was about optimizing patient flow in emergency departments. And that's why I got these two offers from two medical okay. companies. And here I am now. Okay. And um, Cerner in Kansas City, a lot of people go there. Big mm -hmm. health medical record system, big federal contractor now. Um, but Fujifilm was uh, someplace that you were not familiar with, right? I mean, I knew about the cameras, but I didn't know about the Fujifilm the medical systems. Okay. Yeah. And, and so you... Um, it was uh, uh, it, it was if I remember right, it, it was you were kind of in a weird spot trying to interview at that time. It was mm -hmm. tough to get. It was tough, tough to get interviews. Um, was that especially for Iranians? That's what I was going to ask. Was that because yeah. of the, you? You're Iranian, and yeah, um, that was back um, when there was. Was that right after Trump had got elected, or before that? Probably before, before that. that. Yeah. Um, but it was still a challenging environment needing to get, you know, it's like a work, mm -hmm. work visa and, and those visa, types yeah. of things. OPT. OPT. Yeah. I remember that being stressful for you Very um, stressful, and yeah. stressful for Elnaz after that as well. Mm -hmm. um, but you landed a good job. And so you landed that job at Fujifilm in Raleigh, Raleigh, North Carolina, North Carolina uh, in 2017, 16. 15 2015 September 2015 I started work okay and so it's been seven years now seven years yeah awesome um and so Fujifilm is out of uh you're out of Raleigh mm -hmm. and specifically I mean Fuji has been a, a, a Japanese owned company yes right? um so they've been around the mother company yeah is and back in Japan yeah and the so they've been around for a long time and they have had their hands in a lot of different stuff very different things and like even cosmetic stuff. Cosmetics? Know, yep. Whatever that they can uh, have benefits in. Yep. Okay. They have their. So the, I, and I found that, I find that interesting because when I worked at my job before this, it was an auto me, uh, auto parts place. Mm -hmm. But back in Japan, their, um, their, their mother or father company, I guess, uh, made like really high-end toilet seats and, you know, okay, like electronic, yeah, like electronic toilet sheets our seats and um fancy um sewing machines and things like that and you know here in the united states they're making car parts all did sorts you know of about them um i didn't know no <laughs> i didn't know about that that was one of those things we learned we learned about later they're like hey mm -hmm. you know check out this you can get a sewing machine that's the top of the line and you know i had no interest in buying a sewing machine but um but it was it's kind of kind of you know kind of cool that knowing that you know we only know some of these huge company names mm -hmm. you know like ge uh ge people think of as um appliances yeah uh but they do locomotives dishwasher dishwashers um we um we met somebody who has uh, spoken some of the classes up in chicagoland and he's involved in ge building out medical networks and wireless That's competitor yeah, yeah. so fuji yeah. and 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 ge and all sorts of siemens companies that are in the medical spaces that 
uh, most of us wouldn't have any clue that that that's happening, and, and they're sitting there making billions of dollars and yes. innovating and saving lives. Yep, and uh, they're the pioneers. You yep. don't hear the names because we're not in in the hospitals, but right. Yeah, we hear about Epic, you know, those kind of companies yeah. that they only do medical stuff. Right. But these other companies, when they uh, they bring the all uh, all of the experiences they have from the other industries into this business, and they do a great job. Cool. I remember Fujifilm because I work. Uh, what we do, we develop cardiology and radiology software, and uh, our cardiology software honestly was going down. We were not sure if we were going to have our jobs in the next six months, but now we are the first okay. in the U.S. and in Europe. So the the and soft, the, what does the software, the cardiology software, do? Is it for imaging or yes, is it... for imaging? You know, when the doctors they want to do reporting. You know, they need to see the images, you know, all the frames and everything they can do. And uh, we have AI as well, so they can find abnormalities, you know, in different areas of the heart, you know, the arteries and the veins, everything, lower extremity, different kind of things, and mostly reporting. Okay. And that reporting is the uh, strength of the software we have. Okay. Because no other companies, you know, they have such a thing, you know, with the diagrams and everything. So it's got to feel cool that you you started working at a company that you didn't realize how much they did, and now you're working on mm -hmm. software that helps save lives. Yes, it's great. Yeah, it's actually I never wanted to go into this field. I hated that. You know, my dad is a doctor, he's a right. surgeon, growing on up oncologist, right? Or um, no, he's a general surgeon. Oh, okay. And uh, I never liked hospitals. I was like, why would people like to? You know? Terrible places. Yeah, to be. I mean, people are <laughs> suffering there. Why do you want to go there every day? You know, work there. You know, but I don't know. When I started working for Dr. Rahimi back then mm -hmm. and working on my thesis, I didn't know this is the path I'm taking. Now I really like it because you see the impact of what you do. You know, and people, you know, the patients and the doctors when you acknowledge your work. You know, they're like, oh, you saved our lives. You saved, you know, you saved us. You know, you're a hero or something like that. And you see the impact because sometimes I have to go and visit the sites, the hospitals we work for. Okay. And that's great. That's amazing. That is pretty cool. Yeah. That is pretty cool when you see that your work makes a difference. Yes. Which is kind of, you know, that's one of the benefits of, of being a teacher is seeing, you know, that that's somebody who I got to work with is now mm -hmm. out there saving lives by making better imaging software to help yep. find problems with hearts. That's Honestly, if you didn't help me back then, I wouldn't be here. Well, you're. So. I'm proud. Proud to. Uh, proud to have a part of that. Um, so, Raleigh, uh, when you first got out there, you were you were in a different uh, position. Mm -hmm. um, you were in a support position, right? Yes. So tell us escalation a little bit about engineer. that. So um, I started uh, as an escalation engineer because um, I had the computer science background and networking background. Mm -hmm. If you remember when you interviewed me. Um, I had MCSC and I was working on my CCNA. And in here, I got the networking experiences. And in computer science department, uh, I was uh, uh, learning how to develop software. Mm -hmm. And some VMware stuff too. VMware as well. Yeah, that helped me a lot too. VSphere and everything. Um, so um, they needed someone because we have three tiers of support. And then we have the escalation team. So escalation team is part of the engineering and development team. Okay. The support team is in a different, you know, department. They are in contact with the customer directly. Mm -hmm. They have three tiers. If they're not able to resolve the issue, they escalate to us. Okay. We have to fix it. We sometimes find out if it's a bug or no, you know, if it's a database, a lot of different things, performance. So they needed someone who knew software someone like a DevOps, you know, mm -hmm. who has the network background, you know, who can uh, capture Wireshark, Fiddler, different things, understand that, you know, the latency and everything, if there are issues with that, or the software itself, you know, who can dive into code and find out what the problem is. And uh, that's why they uh, offered me that job. And after some time, uh, I started leading the escalation team for okay. uh, CV, cardiovascular software and that's when uh, I started working with different people different teams visiting the different sites I have to speak up like a little I bit. Don't know. <laughs> so um and then 
because I was able to dig in the code. I always liked to, you know, be a software engineer as well. And now I ask my managers that, you know, it's great that I got some people skill. I liked it. You know, honestly, I want to be a manager at some point, mm -hmm. maybe in five years. But uh, now I wanted to be more technical. So uh, I asked them to be more of a software engineer, you know, fixing bugs, digging in the code, even working on feature requests, okay. new releases. And now I'm not a, uh, I don't have that. I mean, I still work like that, like working with other teams because they got used to it. Mm -hmm. Whenever they have issues, they just come to me right, 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 right directly. Right. Yeah, yeah, they can't, but, they can't forget who you are. Yeah, now exactly. That, now that you've helped them for four yeah, years, but, several years. Uh, I'm now a software engineer okay. within that team. So I fix box, I develop uh, some features, you know, working directly with uh, engineering. What are some of the technologies that you're working with a lot nowadays? .NET. .NET? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, web development, like JavaScript. So, so, is, a, so. is a lot of the, the software that you guys release that's in the cardiovascular Area. And radiology. And radiology. We have merged the two softwares now. I'm learning more about radiology too. Okay. And so is that a lot of web-based stuff? Yes. So the, yeah. the 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 client, the customer, the physician, or the the radiologist or radiographer. They just open up the browser. They just do everything through the browser. Yeah. Yeah. So this is them looking at the imaging, not necessarily them working with putting the image in there. Is that yeah? They just download the images and everything, you know. They view the images, they analyze it, they do the measurements, perform the measurements, and then they uh, create the reports. So with the the, the raw image that you get from a, an ultrasound or an echo or yes. something like that, how does that come in there? Is that another piece of Fuji software? DICOM files, yes. Okay. Um, it could be Fuji, Siemens, you know, GE, a lot of different companies, any devices, we call them. Okay. And yeah, they send us through... Uh, DICOM files, DICOM files are for medical mm -hmm. imaging. It comes with a lot of metadata, a lot of headers, you know. Okay. So pixel data as well. And HL7 is okay. the other. Yeah. Okay. So so you your software doesn't have to be uh hooked to a Fuji camera or something like that. You, no. You get standardized medical files and formats. Yes. Your software. We have a lot work. of different importers. We can import different types of data. It could oh, okay. be PDF, it could be uh, images, it could be .com, a lot of different XMLs. Okay. And, and so basically you're flexible. Your your software yes. can go into a hospital and, and it can take the data that the hospital's got mm -hmm. and transform it, manipulate it, streamline yep. it, enhance it, AI, yeah. all sorts of stuff so that the Fuji film can then give it to whoever's reading it to make mm -hmm. the health the decisions and physicians doctors yeah and then they can make the best decision for the the care of the patient and then they can distribute it yeah okay to different clinics everywhere and then does it also get made available so that the patients can see it on their epic portals no. or maybe no patients can't see that okay no. all right so. i mean we have some billing you know softwares too but i don't think patients they they do that themselves. They I just guess get the bills. Yeah, okay, so they probably don't want your your cardiologist probably doesn't want their random patient yeah. seeing their cardiography, you know, enhanced data and trying to decide. Hey, you might have missed something here, doc. And I don't think they can. Okay, <laughs> I can see benefit to maybe not that, having that. Yeah, awesome. Uh, let's see, ten ten. So, um, what have you been enjoying about Raleigh? Tell us about the city of Raleigh, um, you've been there for seven years. So what do you like to do? Okay, and, and I've tell been us working about remotely the in the past couple of years. Oh, okay. And I've been traveling a lot. Oh, like okay. half of the time I was out of Raleigh. Just traveling where you want to hang out and then working? Yes. Yeah. Not like a bad deal. Here, you know, it's been, I'm going to stay at least for another couple of weeks here. Okay. Um, Raleigh is a nice city. When I went there, I mean, it grew up so fast. Uh -huh. The housing price and everything went up. Wow. That was crazy like the other places too but Raleigh went up faster and uh, um Raleigh is a city is is a small city I mean compared to here it's it's huge but, yeah right <laughs> but like St. Louis right okay and it's got three universities and Duke UNC and NC State okay and that's the research triangle yes research okay. triangle RTP research triangle area and um 
and I like the weather. The weather is pretty nice. Um, it's warmer than here. You get snow a little bit in winter sometimes, but you get warm summer too. So you've got four seasons, and it's like two hours from the ocean, three hours from the mountains, and it's growing pretty fast. So it's a nice city, but uh, for someone like me, it was a little, I think, small, like big, bigger city. And it's great that I'm working remotely now. I can be anywhere. So as long as you get your work done. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah, I have to get my work done. So then if if you're doing remote, are you still working very closely with teams? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Using teams and Zooms with other teams. Okay. And is it, I mean, is there like a, a methodology for how you guys work? Are you doing DevOps or you're doing like what kind of Not software really. development math methodologies, anything like agile or agile? Agile. Yeah. Okay. We have scrums, you know, we have, we have sprints. So um, everyone has their own tasks okay. they're working on. So, yeah. Cool. Um, what other fun things do you like to do? I mean, where have you been recently and what, what kind of cool stuff have you been up to as you've been traveling and working? Um, I like traveling. I like working out, you know, like hiking, biking, you know, mm -hmm. I have some biking friends in Raleigh and different cities. Like mountain biking? Yes. Okay. Yep. Mountain biking too. Well, did you know we've Probably. got a new mountain bike trail? Oh, you do? Yeah. I didn't know that. I've got some mountain bikes. We should go out before really? we leave. Yeah. Let's, let's My son it. was just there yesterday. So it's a really? pretty neat place. Okay, good. It's a little cold in here now, but it'll get warm sometime yep. in the next week. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, let's do it okay. for sure. Um, yeah, anything act I like to be active. Mm -hmm. I like to go out there, you know, explore. Um, I like foods a lot, different foods. Okay. Unfortunately. Now is there I, is there a good Persian restaurant in, in Raleigh? There are a couple. Couple. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They're okay, not really good. Okay. If you want a good food, you have to go to DC or California for sure. California? Yeah. I can I can make you some good kebabs. I know how to do that. Yeah, I believe I you. should invite you sometime. Yeah, sure. As, as long as it's not red meat, I'm good. <laughs> oh, it's not red meat. I, I can make you some chicken kebabs too. I'm allergic. I'll saffron. get I'll get hives. Okay. How about chicken? Oh yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Like saffron. I yeah yeah yeah. Okay. okay. I know it's expensive. Yeah, more expensive than gold, I guess. I think that I think you guys told me that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but one of those treasures of Iran. Yes, yeah, like statues. Um, yeah, those kind of so just being active, traveling, being around. Uh, my brother Majid, you mm -hmm. know, the only family member I have here. My mom sometimes comes over. I have a lot of friends in different cities, so I visit them once in a while. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, awesome. So you do? Do you have any particular spot you think you're gonna settle down in, or um, not? I'm not sure. It depends on Majid. Let's okay. see where he ends up. Okay. Um, he's got an offer. I mean, he's going to start working in a couple of weeks at UPenn. Okay. Um, but it's going to be remote. So I don't know. Most of my friends are going to California. Yeah. Like Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And Bay Area. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of work out there. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe. Okay. So we very expensive there. I uh, yeah, yeah, I know that. So do you do you like being in the 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 health space for technology or you think you might want to now I enjoy else? it? Okay. Yeah. Sometimes it's pretty stress stressful. Like uh during the weekend I was in Tennessee, Nashville. Okay. And they called me, Oh, we have this problem, you know, patients are waiting, you know. I'm like I'm driving, you know, I have to pull over, see what I can do. Uh-huh. Because they can't wait, you know. Sure, especially if it's like an emergency situation. Yeah. But it's great that you can help those people. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And and I imagine now, I mean, with seven years of experience in healthcare, mm -hmm. if you do decide to go someplace else, you will be automatically extremely valuable to another healthcare technology. Yeah, those organization. are the companies I, you know, get reached out to. So you're lot. right. You got a LinkedIn. People are probably mm -hmm. bothering you all the time saying, hey, yeah. let me pay you a lot of money to come work for us. I mean... Not a lot of money, but yeah, they they are willing to, you know, start something. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, what else? What else should I have asked you about? What um what else has been going on with, with you? I mean, I mean, so uh that was a good point that you brought up. Um I don't want to be stuck with uh just medical stuff, you okay. know. That's why I'm working what to be 
uh, more technical as mm -hmm. a software engineer. Okay. You know, I like I said, I really like to be someone like a manager, you know, have, you know, uh, to work with people, you know, manage stuff and be a leader. At the same time, you need more technical knowledge to be able to work in any industry. Right. That's why I'm, you got to be able to fill in for the people that work for you and exactly. know what they're going through and what problems they maybe have so that you can advocate to to help them get solutions yeah. and get get assistance or help or whatever's needed. Yeah. So um, any more schooling in your future? Yeah, I think I will get an MBA okay. at some point. Okay. If you want to be a manager, that'll it, be very helpful. Sure, for sure will. Yeah. That's cool. I was going to just suggest, I was going to say, I bet you're looking at an MBA. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And there's lots of MBA programs out there. They're all yeah. over the place. Online. Lots of online ones. Yeah. Good. Good. What kind of, uh, I guess, does with Fuji, what kind of the perks do, do they offer? What's the, the, the company like? Uh, like the culture? Mm -hmm. um, is so um, the Japanese people, they work so hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they do. Yeah. But um, the culture is very balanced, actually. You know, sometimes when you go to the office, you know, late on a Friday night, you see some people uh, working there, but it's not uh, something they ask you. you no, know? okay. Not the other companies I've heard. You know, like Facebook or yeah, you just Tesla. Gotta, yeah, you gotta work, 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 work. So the life balance is really important, and they really care about you. You know, they have a lot of events. You know, and benefits. They're trying to make sure your uh, life balance is very good. And they offer different things, you know, uh, for your health, you know, mm -hmm. being healthy, food, different things. Um, and the manager, you know, they work closely with you. It depends on the team, you know, you work with. But in general, it's really nice. I really enjoy it there. Good. Like so when you're when you're in your software engineer role, do you do you work on the same piece of software all the time or are you constantly you know fixing a problem and then moving on to another problem in another module or different you... problems okay yeah so you all i have yeah and so that's the beauty of it you, you you're not getting stuck with the same mm -hmm. thing if you get yeah. bored with something you get something new yeah. quick yeah exactly and, cool. and i'm now working on the radiology software as well which is great yep i'm i'm constantly learning something new that's pretty neat um and and with uh, the different, you, you said that you're doing feature requests too. Yes. So I'm starting. Yeah. Starting. So that does that involve a lot of actual work with customers and seeing like visiting their sites and seeing what those. I've already. That's one of the reasons I'm joining the team because I already have the experience. Because you've been in customer, that escalation, different teams, yeah, engineering spot, working closely with the customer, what they need and what they don't want, you know. So okay. So do you have you have you been in the experience where you guys have released something, a new feature, a new module, and automatically you get just you know just hate from your customers? They don't like it. They want to change right away. People don't like changes. They don't like big changes. Yeah, That's they for don't sure. like big changes, especially, especially if it's, doctors. Uh -huh. If it's one more click, they're like, we hate it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it could so, be a, it could be one click here that takes mm -hmm. three away later. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. First of all, we need to train them. A lot of them, you know, don't like to be trained. Mm. And it's something new. So uh, the first impression is important, but we wait a little bit for a month or two, and they're like, oh, it changed our now, lives. Now we now see. Now we like it, yeah. Okay. But yeah, that happened too. That, that happens. We, have, we had to get rid of that new feature and like it didn't work. And then and just like it. save it, tweak it, and put it back later or something like that. Mm, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. depends. The POs, yeah, the project owners. Okay. That's their job to do that. Yeah. Good. So how big is the how big is Fuji film in Raleigh? How many people work there and how many people are in your immediate group? Um, we have Diastolic too. So uh, that was the company that was working on the uh, antivirus for coronavirus. Um I think we have around, I don't know, five hundred people out there. Yeah. Okay. And how many are in your team that you're I work with 15 people. 15 right. people. And are they all kind of the same, like master's degree, software, uh, engineering, computer science, or? No. Um, 
some of them are really talented, like senior software engineers. Um, I don't know honestly about their background. Okay. Much. Um, I just know they're pretty knowledgeable in what they're doing. Okay. So, and they're all good to work with. I mean, you got a question, yes, you go yes. to somebody. That's a great team we have. That's good. I really love it. Yeah. That's the good. People, you know, the managers, everyone. Because yeah. I know when I was young, it's a team. In, in college, there were places that I worked that you were just looked down upon as being the young person still in school and mm -hmm. sometimes treated pretty rudely. Mm -hmm. um, and 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 I don't know if that was kind of an older mentality from some of the, the folks that were back from like the Unix days, I, maybe um, that just kind of were crusty, you know, mm -hmm. crusty and angry, um, at least towards the young people like myself and a couple of people I worked with. Um, but um but ever since, you know, ever since I've, I've had a good fortune of working with a lot of good people. That's, that's important. It makes a difference, and especially having that, that one or two good people that are in this specific knowledge area, mm -hmm. experts that you can go to when you have something that you just want to run by somebody else. Exactly. Um, that's good. Yeah. 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 I'm not the youngest anymore, but I'm still one of the younger people in our team. I'll I'll let you in on um, kind of a disappointing secret, but it it happened to me, and eventually you'll be old. Yes, and, and, it happened, and you won't be the young one anymore. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, "Well, there's old Hamid," and uh, you know, yeah. you'll be you'll be you know getting weird quirks. You'll you know everybody will be like, <laughs> "Don't bother him when he's eating his donuts or something like that." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> everyone knows it. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know if you remember, I eat a lot. I like remember five times, six times a day. Mm -hmm. And when I don't eat in like a couple hours, three hours, I get hangry. Okay. And everyone knows it. Everybody knows like, it. Yeah. Hey, you want to eat something and come back? You can have this meeting later. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> good, good, good. Well, um, I'm trying to think it's 1023. Um, this has been awesome. Is there there anything else? I mean, are there opportunities for people graduating soon and and at Fuji for undergrads? Uh, um, I think so. We okay. always yeah hire more people. You know, people get in on those entry level the support. Yes, exactly. Okay, internships too. Yeah, they can apply uh, through the website, the career section. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Well, um, I wish I had my um three questions i have i have a five question list of things that i ask people okay. um and i'm trying to remember what they were um one of them is i remember you asking us what food you like yeah what's your favorite kind of food that's one okay you know kebabs uh-huh persian kebabs for sure and indian food man if you're in this field you're gonna have a lot of indian friends and they um introduce you to some really good food okay if you can tolerate these spices the spices yeah yeah i can i'm getting better yeah um let me think what were the other questions i asked what's is there any technology that you hope to um learn about or or kind of get your hands with play around with that um you you haven't yet something maybe at home or can you know or or at work something you'd be you'd like to learn more about um maybe I don't know, more Python. More Python? It's much easier. Okay. Yep. Or uh, machine learning. Machine learning? Yes. Okay. I know that's my deeds field. I work yeah. with him sometimes. Okay. My older brother as well. And he's back, really back nice. home still? No, he's in Montreal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. He finished his uh, master's there. Now he works for a big company in Canada. Okay. Have you he's been a able to? engineer. Are you able to go up and visit him too? I'm going to next year. Next year? Yeah good um do you remember my other questions that i asked her i know one of them is if you um, could retire today visa situation visa situation yeah what's what's the visa situation like um with so, you now so you have you I i've mean, got my green card now. you've got your green card so yeah. you're you're set pretty well yes finally i mean it depends on the company fujifilm is a japanese company they haven't done this for a lot of people so it took me a while okay more than a couple of years for them to do that but uh my other friends in other companies it was easy for them they've done it before um especially for iranians you know technically we can leave the country but if you want to get a visa it could take a year or so so it's not worth uh, and that's risk e it. is that even to go to canada i mean i i've got a green card that's why i haven't seen my brother oh okay in the past 
Gotcha. gotcha. I recently got my green card. Um, it's so stressful because uh, after you graduate, uh, you get your OPT, mm -hmm. and uh, usually people wait to get an offer to make sure they have a job, and then they apply for OPT, and it takes about ninety days. Um, you get your card authorization card, and you can start working. Um, sometimes you have to start uh, applying for OPT because you're graduating. You don't have much time left. And the OPT and is like this this temporary work yes uh, situation that the government has with universities to allow. Yeah. It's an uh, optional practical training, something like that. It's a training. It's training. It's called training, but it's not. It's, in, it's not indefinite. Yes, You've got for a... two years, and you have another extension for another year. Okay, for a STEM, um, science, uh, technology, mathematics, engineering, engineering. Yeah, and if you lose your job, you have three months to find another job. Otherwise, you have to leave the country. Right, and it's so stressful. Or if you can't find any offers, any jobs, you have to leave the country. You have ninety days from graduation for that, right? yes okay yeah. yeah 90 days three months so that was pretty stressful especially for iranians because some companies like boeing the other companies they, they don't even interview you um and they're missing out on a lot of talent a lot of good people yeah yeah um uh, definitely but uh i don't know why they do that you know it's because of the clearance you know those kind of stuff so yeah yeah, I, I mean, I bet there's a, a, a several reasons, but. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, they apply for H-1B, they work uh, visa. You can work on H-1B for six years, okay. three years, and not an extension, three years. And you have to get your green card at some point. Okay. And and is the employer involved in that process too? Yes. The green card, they have to yeah. sponsor. You cannot sponsor yourself. Yeah. It okay. has to be your employer. So, yep. Good. You so you've got that for qualified. another several years. You, you're good, and mm -hmm. then you have to apply again, or you have to. No, I mean, when you get your green card, you're okay. Uh, you can become a citizen in like five years. Okay. So, and that's pretty much it. Okay. Yep. You're in a safe zone if you get your green card, as long as you don't get arrested for any. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> knocking over <laughs> uh, vending machines or something crazy like that. I don't know about vending machines, but yeah. It's not, yeah, it's something. Don't, 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 go, don't go crazy. Don't get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe just a little bit of trouble. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, you can risk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fun. Cool. Well, um, it's 1030, and I better yep. get ready for my next uh, appointment at 1045. So right. um, last thing, if you could retire today and do whatever the heck you wanted with no mm -hmm. money, money's not an option, what would you be doing? Traveling. Traveling? And you, yeah, everywhere. out. Yeah, yeah, as much as I can. Okay. Yeah, exploring. Very cool. New cultures, new people, new food, new everything. Yep. Great. Well, thanks, Hamid. It's been fun. I appreciate been, you yep. coming. Great. It was I a great opportunity. Hit the stop button. Well, hello, everyone. Merry Christmas. Uh, today is the 23rd, so Christmas Eve, Eve of uh, 2022. And, um, I am here at the North Pole, lots of snow behind me, and thankfully was able to Zoom to finish our interview with Hamid Mamari, uh, a former graduate student, friend of mine, grad of SIU Computer Science Master's Program, and now a valuable employee software engineering at Fujifilm. But I didn't have my papers that told me the five important questions to ask him. Um, when we finished up the other day. So I've got them. So a couple pre-questions. Is there any advice that you think you should give to students? Anything that you wish you had known while you were here working at SIU, doing your studies, um, you know, mm -hmm. while you were doing the, the job hunt, uh, getting moved, anything that these, you know, target audience of students getting ready to graduate and alumni, anything you can tell us? Advice? Yeah. Uh like I told you before, I was actually thinking about it. What would be the best advice I could have? Um, what What would I do? Uh, I would. Um, so uh, in the first year or two, 
I would just explore different areas, you know, like networking, software engineering, whatever you like, cybersecurity. And it's great to know a lot of different things, you know, just to explore. But I would focus on something at some point after I figure, okay, I like this much better. I like, I don't know, I like hacking, ethical hacking, you know, or uh, I like networking or like uh, software engineering. I like developing code. And then I would master that. So good, I good think thinking. it's great that now I'm trying to focus on something and master that. And so, you know, it's great to have, you know, knowledge in different areas. You're going to need them. You're going to, it's going to be really handy and helpful at some point. But what's more important is to focus on something and master that. That's more valuable, I guess. Exactly. And I, I think it's, we, we've talked about this in some of my other and we've had some some people on here, some folks on here, some friends that are examples of, of they're at a point where they have mastered something and they are the storage person, the VMware, you know, master um, throughout the different um, throughout the different uh, kind of areas of IT. And that that seems to happen kind of in the years, maybe like three to nine, you know, after graduating, you know, getting your feet yeah. wet, figuring out where you want to be. And then gradually, you know, whether on your own or through what, um, you know, kind of comes your way or your your employer needs, you kind of grab yourself a niche. And that niche can be something that hopefully you're fascinated by and uh, learn more. And, and when you get to be one of those folks that's an expert at something that's kind of a niche area, that's where you get the big bucks uh, from what we've seen. You know, if you're the only, you know, real specialized uh, wireless provider for cell phone towers, you know, fixing of base stations in this particular model in this particular area, you could probably charge a lot of money for that. And it's going to be when you're good at something, you're going to, you're going to enjoy doing it. For sure. It's, Cause it's going to be at least half of your time in your life <laughs> in this field. Uh, yes. Um, was there anything else I should have asked you from, the talk when we were talking about uh, your job and what you did or did we, get, mm. did we get everything? We had a good conversation. Yeah, I think we covered pretty much everything. Okay. Um, I can't think of anything else now. Okay, so here we are, the rapid fire fun question round. All right. And so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to release this video just to Facebook and my other uh the iTech social media is as just a teaser of the podcast because this will be a full cool. one. Okay. Hey. Hamid Mamari, here we go. Yes, sir. What, what is your favorite type of food, your favorite restaurant, your favorite cuisine, anything food related that you love and you want to know, you want to tell us about so we know that about you? Okay, that's not an easy question because um I love kebabs, especially Persian kebabs. And I'm honestly not bad at making kebabs like Persian kebabs. Uh, my favorite restaurant, I would say, is Rafi's in L.A. It's a Persian restaurant. They have the best kebabs. You got to try it. If you're visiting, you got to try it. But other than that, I think now I love Indian food as much as I love Persian food, sometimes even more, you know, because I'm working on my spice level and it's getting better. So I can handle it and I can enjoy it. What's your spice it's level? Um, I'm getting an out of five. I'm getting close to four. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes it makes me sick, but it's worth it. <laughs> okay. Well, but, well, around here they have the, mostly it's the Thai restaurants and they give you spice level one to 10. So that's a little hey, bit of, a little bit of Thai, a different scale. Yeah. Thai spices are really hot. Like they're dangerous. Got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you have. Any podcasts or movies, TV series, books, anything that you have been interested that you'd like to recommend? This doesn't have to be work-related or computer stuff. It can be something fun on HBO Max or Netflix or whatever. Honestly, I don't watch many shows um, like fun shows. I like documentaries, you know, like boring stuff. Um, I, I really like this, uh, show on Netflix explain, they explain everything like 15, 20 minutes. It's really good. Nice. You know, you just learn something real quick and it's fun to watch. Um, but, uh, the TV shows I really liked was Ozark. That uh -huh. was, I, that was a good one. 
Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I mean, honestly, I cheated because uh, Majid made me watch it, and he explained the first season, and then it continued. So Ooh. I can't even say that uh, I finished that one either. But anyways. Well, I'm, I'm I, sure that, that the actual TV show episode, seasons one, would be way better than having Majid explain it to you. Really? I, sh- yeah. I should I should watch it later. You should then. watch him. You should watch him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um other than that the podcasts um I I I listen to a lot of Persian podcasts. So I I don't think you can listen to them but like I said before of uh, how I built it mm-hmm. uh, from NPR that's a good one. You know, I like some of the Joe Rogan's inter- interviews but they're pretty long and some of them are crazy you know they they get pretty crazy mm-hmm. but uh, this guy guy raz he interviews a lot of uh entrepreneurs mm-hmm. in like 20 minutes like half an hour and it's yeah. pretty good it's cool you get, yeah you get the key points and it's it's fun so and and knowing where some of these these companies that you maybe have heard of all your life how they mm-hmm. came to be the the story of yeah. them being built from the ground up from whatever could, you know, humble beginnings and sometimes and crazy ideas, but, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. Something like Instagram with 16 people building like $1 billion company. Wow. That's crazy. Just listen, just to listen how they went through all the troubles and everything they had to go to and they built it and then how they sold it, you know, to Facebook back then, Meta now. So yeah, it's For really sure. fun. To- okay, yeah. um, you know, I really yeah. like both summaries. Yeah, like the Blinkist or you know some of the podcasts. They summarize some really good books, non-fictionals. And one of the one of the best ones is uh, *Sapiens*. I think that's a book that should be taught at school. Seriously, say, say that again. *Sapiens*: uh, A Brief History of Humankind. Oh, okay. By Harari, he, he's he's great. He's amazing. He's got two other books too about uh, the current time and the future. But this book is about the history. You know how all the people, everyone, the humankind, evolved to this. What we are now, how the cultures and societies and everything are made, religions, everything. It's it's a great book. Okay, I've got it written down. I'm gonna check it out. Yep. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, are there any? Is there any technology, um, anything at all, consumer, work, fun, you know, uh, is there anything that you would like to learn more about um, outside of work, at home, anything that you're just kind of excited to to know or wish you knew a little bit more about and plan to kind of dedicate some time to that maybe? Yeah, AI and machine learning, it's something, and cryptocurrency too. Okay. Uh, these two, uh, like, the fun stuff that Majid and my other brother do, you know, you know, Majid is uh, working at UPenn now. Um, they're doing a lot of fun stuff with uh, NLP and those kind of stuff. They can, uh, they it's something between technology and psychology. So they can uh, read some of the text, whatever, you know, you search, you send, whatever. And then they can find out a lot about you. That's okay. crazy. Yeah, those kind of. I'm I'm not familiar, so I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, that's really cool. Awesome. Talk about it, honestly. <laughs> uh, next question: Where do you see yourself in the next five to ten years? Oh, that's a very good question. Honestly, my dream is to have my own business. If it's a restaurant, whatever if it's not even related to technology. But ideally, if I could have my own startup, something like that, you know, with a friend, you know, as a co-founder or something like that, that would be my dream. But other than that, I think I told you before, I would like to go uh, towards management, becoming mm-hmm. a, I don't know, a director, you know, a good manager at a good company, something like that. I would like to be still technical at the same time, but um, like I told you, I would like to get an MBA and uh, be more of a manager mm-hmm. to 
like a leader or something like that. Sure. I can see that. I can definitely see you as a leader. Thank you. Telling people what to do, ordering them around. Get this really? done before Christmas now. <laughs> yep. Yep. I don't know if I've done it before and you've seen it, but I think I can do it. I've tried it a couple of times. It worked. All right. Well, I support you in that endeavor. I think you do great. All right. Thanks. Last last question, Hamid, and then we'll we'll say goodbye and Merry Christmas right. and talk to you next time. If you had the resources to retire today and could do anything you want, money's no problem, what would you be doing? I think you asked me this question before. Uh, like I said before, I would travel the world. Yeah, that's my goal. Just to explore as much as I can before I die. It's There's a lot of different things I would like to just see, just to understand mm-hmm. and explore around the world, different places, all over the world. Yep. That's the most fun thing and satisfying, I think, thing you can do for yourself. So, but, you know, time and money is always a problem. No, I just told you time and money was not a problem. Yep. Yep. I mean, in in this question. Yeah. 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 You can, you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. (laughs) Millionaire. Yeah. In in my own uh, jet. (laughs) (laughs) else yeah money's not a problem right yeah Yeah. all right hamid thank you uh again for spending some time talking to us we had a good 17 minutes this is like really going into i'm gonna make this a separate episode hamid really i'm I'm gonna say hamid and his words of wisdom Uh, awesome thank you appreciate it it was great to see you after so many years um talk to you know catching up and it was a fun thing. I'm I'm glad you uh you started doing this podcast. I'm pretty sure it's gonna you're gonna become a famous podcaster. So oh my gosh, that's the dream, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You 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 will nail it. I know. I keep, I keep getting these SIU alumni to talk about their jobs for an hour, and someday there's just gonna be a the guy show up at my house with a million dollar check. There you go. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Ami. We'll see you later. Yep. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.